Yeah, I thought sometimes it feels like when you stand and you're preaching, it's like, I don't know, people are quiet and you're like up here and now you're delivering a message. But yeah, I'd love this to be more of like, okay, we're a family now. We've got some questions as a family. Let's like discuss it. Um, so I feel like I got handed a good question. The other questions I, f- I feel are quite difficult. Like Rob's question today is a really like tough topic. But this is something that we actually, like every one of you are going to deal with this like more regularly than not, like than the other ones, because it's a very practical thing, like a day-to-day thing. And I really hope you guys deal with it in the future, because this is the kind of questions people ask when they come to faith. So when someone um, starts their journey with Christ or starts getting interested in like, who is Jesus? How can I know Jesus as well? How can I hear God? So that's the question we're going to do today. How can I hear God? Um, And then, like, as I'm speaking today, I don't want you to think of this intellectually. Don't consider this as like, I want to figure out the answer. How can I learn the trick how to learn God? How can I learn it for myself? Um, Consider this as this is a question that we deal with every day that everyone thinks about. And someone one day is going to come that knows about Jesus less than you. And you need to be able to disciple them and like help them through this question. Okay, so before I go on. There's going to be a time at the end, like we saw now, for questions and answers. So let's just like, like be quiet a bit. Consider what are your questions regarding how can I hear God? What's the motivation of your heart? Why do you want to know how to hear God? Um, is it because you actually just want like a good experience, like a mystical experience of like hearing God speak to you and then you can tell your friends like, okay, actually this is what God's been saying and look good. Um, or maybe you're desperate. Maybe you're like going through a tough time and you actually really need guidance and you need God to answer you about something. So you want to hear God. Or, yeah, maybe, maybe you like don't know God exists and you really want God to show him to yourself. Um, so you want to hear God so that you have proof that he exists. Okay, we have, all of us have very different motivations why we want to hear God. And that's going to determine our approach. So just like, okay, let's be quiet. Think about why you want to hear God. Um, and think about some questions you might have about this, and then I'll jump in. Yeah, Jesus, thank you that uh, we know you're here, Lord. Uh, We know you are in the midst of us and that you love us. Um, Thank you, Lord, that we know you speak, Lord, Um, that we know that you love us and you want us to hear you more than what uh, we want to hear you. Um, So I really pray that for each one of us, Lord, we work on our hearts, work on the motivations, why we want to listen to you and when. Um, and please teach us, Lord, to listen to your voice. Teach us to recognize your voice. Um, yeah, we really trust you, Lord. We can't do it on our own. Amen. <clears throat> okay. So, um, we've asked the question now, why you want to hear God? But I just want to go to the imperative, like, why not? Okay, this is quite obvious. The, the creator of the universe, like, he created everything. He's all-powerful, so he can do whatever he wants. He's everywhere at the same time. He, like, he knows everything more than what we know about ourselves. Um, he knows the future as well. So he knows what's going to happen every second of the universe into the days to come for eternal life. He knows this. But and hear what he says. We are little Murray sitting on the stage, and I get to like speak to God and hear what he says, the creator of the universe. Why wouldn't you want to hear God, right? Okay, so maybe let's just have a, a raise of hands. Who has heard God? Who can say with confidence they've heard God? Okay, reluctant hands going up, some hands. Okay, and maybe a show of hands, who wants to hear God? Okay, a bit more, a bit more people want to hear God. <laughs> okay, we all want to hear God. 
Okay, so I also had this question uh, when I was like 18, going to Stellenbosch, moving away from my family, going to study. And I had this mentor who really loved God and he walked with God. I can really say with confidence still today, he walks with God. And every single day, I can say with confidence, he hears God every day. Um, and this was surprising to me as a student. And I asked him this as well, how can I hear God? And he actually um, taught me this and like walked the journey with me. Um, and I want to teach you this today as well, this trick, how to hear God. And I want to go out on a limb and say, okay, I want to guarantee you, if you want to hear God, you're going to hear God. Okay, that's my guarantee. If you want to hear God, you're going to hear God today. Okay, so are you guys keen to try this? Okay, so I'm going to teach you this one trick, okay? Maybe some of you have heard it before, but maybe it's new to some of you. Um, today we are the ones that want to hear God, we're going to hear God. Okay, so we're going to try it now, let's participate. Put your hands like this. Okay, like you're receiving something, okay, we want to be expectant. Um, close your eyes. Okay, let's just quiet our thoughts, um, drown out all the noise, all the, all the things that's happening after church, just don't think of anything. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the life of men. John 1, verse 1-4. Okay, you can open your eyes. Okay, did you guys hear God? You heard Him, right? Okay, so a guaranteed thing. But I guarantee you, every time you read the Bible, the Bible is the words of God. 100% accurate message every single time. You read the Bible, you will hear God. Okay, so, um, yeah, Tim 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. So if you want to hear God, read the Bible. And I know, like, I get this question a lot from people, like, how can I hear God? And then you ask them, okay, how much time are you spending in the Bible? Are you looking for God's will in the Bible? And they're like, yeah, I know, you know, I'm just busy. There's so much time, work and everything. They're not spending time seeking God there where they know they can find it, where it's a guarantee. Um, and I almost want to say, like, this is not in the Bible or anything. But if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not seeking God's will in your Bible, and you're saying you want to hear God about something specific, then you're probably not going to hear him. Okay, this is the primary way God speaks to us. It's through the Bible. Okay, but I know that's not why we asked the question, right? There, like, there are different ways that God speaks to us. It's not only through the written, written word of God. Um, and the Bible is full of these crazy stories of like visions and dreams where God audibly speaks to his people and where he speaks to us very clearly in a way that we can't deny. Um, and there's this prophecy in Joel, Joel 2 verse 28. So this is hundreds of years before Jesus came. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I shall pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters um, shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days I will pour out my spirit. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I'll pour out my spirit. So this is still for today. Okay, God wants to pour out his spirit on the church so that we can hear him, so that we can see, see dreams and visions that he gives us. Um, 
And we need to be expectant for this. Like the Bible actually commands us in another place. Desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you shall prophesy. And it's been something I've been praying about recently. Like, am I really desiring to see God in this miraculous way? Um, for God to speak to me through visions. Am I open for that? To like receive a dream from God and to really know that it is God. Um, but it's always through His Spirit. So that's not something we can generate. So to answer the question of how can I hear God, I can't give you like, okay, three steps how to see a vision from God. It doesn't work like that because we are the children and God's the Father. And God initiates it. Okay, so God pours out His Spirit. But He does say that He's a good Father. And if we who are humans who sin know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will the Father in heaven be generous and give us the Holy Spirit when we ask? Um, so ask for the Holy Spirit, and He will give it to us. If you are expectant, if you seek God, He will pour out His Spirit on you. How much time do I have left? You know? Okay. <clears throat> okay, so that's, that's the, the second point I wanted to make. Um, God does speak today, and He pours out His Spirit on everyone who asks. So if you really want to hear God, if you want to experience being baptized in the Spirit and listening to His voice, ask Him. Ask Him for the Holy Spirit. Um, and then leave it in His hands. Trust Him as a good Father. And then the other way, which we are probably mostly referring to when we say, how can I hear God? It's God's impression on our will. Um, yeah, so God speaks to us through the, Holy, uh, through the Bible, and that's like the unchanging Word of God. Nothing that God tells you will ever like uh, contradict the Bible. So it's not like, okay, I had a dream. God told me I can get drunk. It's okay. Like I should go out with my friends and go get drunk because um, he changed things. No, like the Bible says, uh, don't get drunk with wine because that's wastage. So he's never going to like uh, contradict the Bible. But he does speak to us in the everyday life. Like he spoke to Gareth and Nadine that the next season is to go to Salambosh. Um, and he spoke... He spoke in such a way that he like spoke to different children. And it all confirmed the same message, right? It wasn't like they just one day knew that God was saying, okay, we need to go to Salambosh. But they were praying for a long time. The elders were praying. And they were all seeking God. God, speak to us. And then slowly over time, it's almost like he starts like changing our will. He starts to like changing our heart to what we, what we know, what we know, that we know, that we know that this is what God wants us to do. Um, and they were like, kind of teasing that it's like 20%, 80%. So like 20%, I think God's saying this, 80%, I think God's saying this. And then it's, it's not a concrete black and white thing so, so often as we like. Um, but the thing is consistently, like the persistent widow, keep on going to God, asking him, God, what is your will? Um, and then just like some parts in the Bible that we, we see this type of listening to God, it's like an Acts 16. Um, so, you know, Paul like often heard God in visions and dreams, like miraculous things, God just like appearing to him and him being blinded. Um, but then there's times when they're going on mission trips where they actually seem to not know what God is telling them to do. So in this part, and they went to the region of um, and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. So it doesn't say they saw a vision and God told them you're not allowed to speak the word in Asia. It's like, the Spirit of God told them, and they knew they were forbidden to speak the word in Asia. Um, but the Bible doesn't tell us like how they knew this. And then it says, and they came to Messiah, and they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. 
So I really think in these cases, it's the Holy Spirit like putting an impression on their will that this is the will of God, and they just know. Um, another part in Matthew 10, it says, okay, you will be persecuted for my name, and you will appear in front of like, kings and governors to speak for me. But don't think beforehand what you will say, because in that hour, I will give you what you must say. Um, so that's also like, not, you're not going to hear an audible voice, this is what I must say. You're not going to have a dream, this is what I must say. But in those cases, like the Holy Spirit will just convict you. Um, it'll be a soft, still voice in your inner being, and you will know that this is what God wants you to say, and, and you'll say it. Um, but I, I love using Shalane as an analogy, because um, this is often like how I try and like picture my relationship with God, because um, it is a love relationship. It is a romantic relationship I have with my lover, Jesus. Um, and in any relationship, is built on two things. Okay, you can like try to figure out your relationships, even at work. It's always communication and doing stuff together. Like these two things go hand in hand. So I couldn't tell you I have a happy relationship with my wife, Shalane, if I never speak to her. Like week in, week out, we stay in the same house, we never speak to each other. That's not a happy relationship, right? But also, okay, I could tell you, we speak every day. And then you guys ask me what I speak about. And like, you know, we just like speak. Like we just, you know, how's it going? Good. How was your day? Good. And that's also not how it works, right? Because we, we do things together. We have a mission together. We are seeking God, like what's God's will for our life as a couple? And we speak about this. And the more we are on mission with God, the more things we have to speak about and the more we like communicate. And the same with God. I really think that if you're not on mission with God, there's not really much you can talk to him about. Because um, we, we kind of treat him like as, a, as a genie in a lamp. So like, okay, God's there on the shelf and we're going about our life. And then when we like in a crisis, then we take the genie and we're like, and then we ask our question or like a magic eight ball and we ask okay god should i work in joburg and then no oh okay and then yeah that's not how god works god's not like a podcast broadcasting information he's a lover and he, he communicates with us um so i want to uh, encourage you like the more time you spend with god the more time you seek his will and you pray and the more time you make time to be quiet and not have any noise that's like drowning out the voice of god you will get to hear his voice and recognize it. So like if we're in a crowd of a thousand people and Shalane laughs, I'll know it's Shalane because I know her voice and we spend time together. And the same with God. If there's a lot of noise, if there's a lot of things going on, but you have your quiet time with God and you seek his voice, you will recognize it. So just last part to, to finish, I'm not even going to speak about it. I just want to read this verse in John 14 and then I'll open the floor for questions. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because you live, you also will live. These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. So these things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Amen.